Hey everyone, it's Adam, and you're listening to the Embrace Podcast. God is doing so many incredible things at all of our physical locations in South Dakota, in Minnesota, and also online. Learn more about Embrace and how to get connected at IamEmbrace.com. I hope today's message encourages you and inspires you. Let's jump in. When I think about trees, I immediately think about going to my grandma and grandpa Weber's house as a little kid. You see, behind my grandparents' house, they had 82 acres of land that included this huge valley with a creek at the bottom. And all throughout the valley, it was absolutely loaded with trees, all kinds of cottonwood trees and oak trees. And so we'd go to my grandparents' house, and as soon as we got there, my brother Luke and I, we'd run into the house, say hello to Grandma and Grandpa, and then we would sprint down to the creek, literally, as fast as we possibly could, where we would spend hours of time jumping on rocks, crisscrossing the creek. We'd look for wildlife. Deer, there was wild turkeys everywhere. The creek was filled with snapping turtles. To two boys, it felt like we were exploring the great frontier. And in looking back, I honestly have no idea what my parents were thinking, just turning two little boys loose over 80 acres of land. But once we were down at the creek, there was one specific cottonwood tree that was gigantic. I mean, this tree was just absolutely beautiful, beautiful. It was a tree that I always loved walking past, a tree that you couldn't help but notice. I would stand at the base of this tree and look up at its trunk and everything inside me just felt this tree is immovable. And it was awesome to think, truly awesome to think about how old this tree was. A hundred years, maybe more, I had no idea. Well, years later, my brother Luke and I, we were in high school or college at this point, where my brother Luke and I were talking about this tree, and we're trying to explain it to my parents. And so we're telling them about the tree, and we're telling them about the area. Well, my mom, I'll never forget this, my mom, all of a sudden it clicked for her, and she's like, I know that tree. I know that tree, and I know your, that, that, that area. Yeah, that's, that's the tree that your dad and I, back in high school, we'd sneak down, and we'd, we'd make out under that tree. And also, we'd, we'd, mom, oh my gosh, what? Yeah, that's the tree that your dad and I, we, we'd make out by, and then we'd also, no, 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 la, 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 you know, like, oh my gosh, I started getting pictures in my brain, and I started asking the deep life questions that you don't want answers to. Like, was I conceived by this tree? Was my brothers and I all conceived by this tree? Needless to say, I have never looked at this tree the same. I look at it and all I can think about is my parents making out with each other. It's just wrong. And so I love trees, except for this one specific cottonwood tree. Uh, Well, last week, though, we started a series called Trees. And trees are kind of strange to talk about unless you're weird like me. Like, what are we doing talking about trees? But you see, the story of God is absolutely filled and loaded with trees, from the tree of life in the Garden of Eden to the trees and wood that Isaac carried when he was almost sacrificed by his dad to the tree of wisdom in the book of Proverbs to Jesus telling us, I am the vine and we are the branches, right? Trees are everywhere. Literally over a thousand times trees are mentioned throughout the word and trees, God uses them to teach us different things, to instruct us about who he is, about who we are and about life as a whole. And getting more specific, 
God often compares us. Like he often compares people to trees. One of the most powerful examples of this is found in Psalm 1. And kind of cool, Psalm 1 is is actually the very first piece of scripture. It's the very first Bible verses that I ever memorized back in college. This week, I went and looked, and I found the note card that I had wrote down on in my freshman year there. And I left that note card by my, my computer this entire week as I worked on this message. But listen to what David, King David, listen to what he says at the very start of this psalm. He says, blessed. Blessed is the one who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers. David starts by saying, blessed or happy is the person who doesn't listen to the advice of people who don't follow God. Blessed or happy is the person who does not live a sinful life. Blessed or happy is the person who doesn't mock or laugh at others. And then he goes on to say, but their delight, is on the law of the Lord. And on his law, they meditate day and night. So David starts, again, by by mentioning a few things that a blessed or happy person avoids. But then he says, but their delight, but their joy is found on the law of the Lord. Or more clearly, but their joy is found in the ways of God. But their joy is found in listening and learning from God. But their joy is found in actually living out the ways of God. And they do this day and night. And so this person that listens to God, this person that lives out the ways of God, just listen to what David says that they are like. David says, this person is like a tree. This person is like a tree that is planted by streams of water. That's pretty cool, isn't it? God compares us to what? To trees. And he says that if you follow God's way, he says that you are like a tree that is planted by water. What does that mean, right? Like why in the world would we want to be like a tree planted by water? Well, get this. David is saying, if you follow God's ways, you are like an immovable tree. You are planted. You are steady. You are secure. You're a solid tree. Why? Not because of you, but because you're planted right next to water. And what is water? It's God. What is water? It's his ways. You are immovable because of God. Steady and secure because of him. And this tree, God, the stream, I mean, the stream, God, it is as it has an endless supply of water. This stream, God, it has an endless supply of life and strength. Like it doesn't matter how hot it gets because you're planted right next to water. It doesn't matter how dry it gets. Is it the dry season? That doesn't matter because you're planted right next to water. Translation, because you're following God's ways, it doesn't matter what life throws at you. It doesn't matter who you cross paths with. It doesn't matter what your day holds. No matter what garbage, trials, or drama comes your way, because again, you are planted right next to water. You're planted in him. If you follow God's ways, You're like a tree that is planted by water. But David, he says there's more. Awesome. He says there's more. The person is like a tree planted by by streams of water. 
which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. Again, David's saying a lot here. He's saying that if you follow God's ways, you're like a tree planted by water, but also your tree, your life, it produces fruit in season. Like good things begin to show up in your life. Good things are produced in you and good things are produced through you. Like instead of snapping back and get defensive with your spouse or your kids, we produce fruit. And in that moment, we're able to have patience. Instead of allowing trials to end us, we produce fruit. And those same trials, they only make us stronger. They strengthen us. Instead of becoming jaded cynics like everyone in our world right now, we produce fruit and we assume the best about each day, the best about each and every person that we cross paths with. Instead of missing an opportunity when someone shares with us about a struggle that we're walk, they're walking through, we produce fruit and we're able to listen to that person instead of yakking, yakking, yakking. We're able to love that person more than anything. We're able to somehow, some way, point that person to Jesus. We produce fruit. Again, David's saying when you're planted by, by water, you produce fruit and, and season. And also David says that your leaves, they will not wither. I'm just saying, when you see leaves on a tree withering, unless we're headed into winter, that's not a good situation. The tree's either sick or it's dying. Even I know this. It's like, that's not good. It's July. It shouldn't be, shouldn't be like that. David says the true, same is true about, about us. If you're following God's ways, your life, it will not wither. Your attitude will not wither. You won't be miserable. You won't be jaded. You won't be angry. You won't be br- broken. You won't be just trying to survive. You will not wither. Instead, everything about your life will begin to prosper. It'll begin to flourish. It'll begin to, to, to come alive. Don't miss this. If you follow God's ways, you are like a tree that is planted by water. That's awesome, isn't it? It's pretty pretty sweet. Okay, so that's fantastic, Pastor. I never knew that being like a tree would be so wonderful. I never knew I wanted to be a tree until roughly one minute and 45 seconds ago. But what if, just to ask, what, what if we're not like a tree? Just to ask the question, like, just, just for the sake of it, what if we're not following God's ways? David actually mentions this. And this is the part of Psalm 1 that we often don't want to talk about. Just to confess, it's the part of Psalm 1 that I did not write down in my note card back as a freshman in college and, and, and memorize. Just, just listen to what David says. He says, but not the wicked, not the wicked. They are like worthless chaff scattered by the wind. David's like people who don't follow God, they're not like trees. Instead, they're like chaff that is scattered by the wind. For all of us non-farm kids, what, what does chaff mean? Is it like, like chafing? No, we're not going to talk about chafing in church, okay? Like, just talk to somebody else about chafing, okay? This, let's get that picture out of our... What is chaff for all of us non-farm kids? It's like the husk on corn. It's like the outer shell on wheat. It's the stuff that you see blowing out the backside of a combine in the fall. 
And for anybody who has allergies right now, your eyes are just watering right now. Like, your eyes are so itchy right now. And like, your nose, it's all nasty. Like, and everything, I'll, I'll stop. But seriously, though, for the person who doesn't follow God in his ways, David says they're like chaff that is scattered by the wind. He's basically saying they're the very opposite of everything that a tree is. Like the very opposite. Like instead of, being instead of being steady and secure like a tree, chaff, it literally blows all over the place. And instead of bearing fruit, chaff, it's worthless and it gets thrown away. David says that trees, they won't wither or die. Well, that's exactly what chaff is. It's the dead part that everyone throws, throws away. And just to say it, when we're not following God's ways, this is exactly what we are. We are like chaff that is scattered by the wind. When we're not following him, we're like chaff that is scattered by the wind. And some of us don't even know it about ourselves. Some of us are just like, that's normal. That's called life, isn't it? Scattered? That just sounds like my, my, my normal day. It's, it's like every day we're scattered and it just feels normal. The wind, it just kind of scatters us from one relationship to a next. It just kind of scatters us from one job to the next. It just kind of scatters us from one shiny thing to the next. One thing we obsess about and, and passive-aggressively post about on Facebook and we text angry text messages to the, to the next thing we obsess about. And that's not even mentioning our, our feelings and our emotions. I mean, one moment we're great and the next moment we're not. And one moment we're egomaniacs struggling with pride and the next moment we're so insecure that we're texting our mother to ask if she still loves us. And then we see Facebook and Instagram and we see that someone else has what we want. Someone else got what we want and we're scattered even more. Like we're frazzled all over the place. It's like we're the opposite of steady, insecure. We're the opposite of a tree planted by water. I mean, in here, it just feels like we're chaff scattered by the wind. Anyone know the feeling? It's kind of all over the place. Like without God, this is what we are. And it's true for all of us with life as a whole, but just to be clear, even for those of us who follow Jesus, this is true whenever we're, in, we're not intentionally. Even for those of us who are Christians, it's, it's true for us when we're, whenever we're not intentionally following God each and every moment. I, I swear every week I need to hear the message more than anyone else. Folks, I'm far from an expert. I'm front row center just taking notes. Last Sunday, I was fully connected with Jesus. I mean, him and I were like saying kumbaya all day. And then the next morning, Monday morning, I just woke up in a funk. Been there before? Okay, only me. All right. So I woke up in, in a funk, and then my kids, for whatever re reason, decided they didn't want to go to school. And on the way to school, my two youngest are, are beating on each other in the back of my, my vehicle. So I dropped them off and then I get to work and I had a, a bunch of emails that I needed to catch up with. And I also had a Zoom call that I was supposed to be in, but, but, but my computer was having issues. Can I just say that Zoom is from Satan, okay? It's from Satan. It's in 5th John or something. Just go look, look for it. But it's and So my computer wasn't working and so I do what all, all very wise, intelligent tech people do. I restarted my computer, okay? And after restarting my computer, I couldn't even get Microsoft Word to open up. Like, how bad is your day when you can't even open up Microsoft Word, okay? 
And just to say it, Apples are so much better than Microsoft, okay? I'm just going to make a biblical statement here. Jesus used apples, okay? They never have issues. Actually, disclaimer, on Monday I was using an apple and it wasn't working for the first time in its life, okay? So everything's just annoying the crap out of me. And then I get a phone call from Holly on staff here and she just asked about my day. And because I'm a genuine person, I said, my, my day's been awesome. It's been a fantastic day. And then I told her the truth and told her it sucked. And she just laughed and she joked and she said, well, obviously someone didn't spend time with Jesus this morning. And I said back, actually, that's true. I didn't. Monday morning, I'm just confessing. I felt like I was scattered. Scattered by the, I mean, just like chaff blowing all over the place. The littlest thing was just like, was throwing me all over. So just to say it, each day we can be like a tree or like chaff. Like a tree or like chaff. And so just to ask the question, do you want to be like a tree planted by water or chaff scattered by the wind? like a tree or chaff. To be clear, the the main difference between the two is one is planted in the ways of God. The main difference, really the only difference is one one, one is just listening to and learning from God. One, one, One is constantly remaining in God, just connected to God. One is actively living out the ways of God. It's not enough just to read your Bibles, folks. It takes actually loving people. I know that's crazy. That's a new thing for, for the church sometimes, but it's, it's like actually loving people and then living like Jesus. Living it out. And just think about how different your, 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 your life would look if you were planted next to him. Like, just think about how your life would change if you just constantly, moment to moment, remained in him. Like, what, what fruit would be produced in you? Would you be more steady and secure instead of scattered? And what places inside you that are withering and dying, and maybe they've been withering and dying for a long time, if you just remain constantly connected to him, would begin to flourish and come alive and just begin to bear all kinds of, kinds of fruit? Once more, do you want to be like a, like a tree or like chaff? And just to share, if you want to be like a tree, we first need to make the decision to be planted in his ways. Like we need to get to the place where we actually want this and choose this. God, he doesn't force us. It's his kindness that brings us to him. He doesn't, he doesn't force us. And so we need to get to the place where we say, Jesus, I'm choosing you. Jesus, I want to cho- I'm choosing your ways. Jesus, I want to re- remain in you. I want to stay connected to you. And so there's the initial decision of being planted, but there's also the daily decision of remaining in him. Acknowledging Jesus throughout our day. Spending time opening up his word, the, the Bible. Spending time praying. Spending time listening to God. And again, actually living and loving people like Jesus. We're not studying for an exam. We're, we're, we're studying to follow Jesus. We want to be more like him. It's like, I want my life to look more like Jesus, not just my knowledge about Jesus. I want everything about me to change. 
If we want to be like a tree, we need to stay planted in God, planted in his ways. And so I've mentioned that I love trees a couple of times to you guys. I think I've mentioned it. I love trees. If I haven't said I love trees. And so I just wanted to show you some of the beautiful trees that I've planted in my yard. These are just a part of them, actually, in these, just in the last few years here. And what I want you to look at is these last four maple trees by my house here. Because you see these, these four trees, I, I planted them as symbols of my kids. Um, we don't talk about it all, all the time. And even still, if you were to ask any one of my kids which tree is theirs, they would immediately run, run up. It's Hudson, it's Wilson, it's Grayson, it's Anderson. They, they know their trees. But again, these trees, it symbolizes my, my kids. But more than that, it symbolizes their walk with Jesus. Like I want them to have these constant reminders of their relationship with, with, with God. And Lord willing, years from now, after so much in life has changed, Years from now, long after their mother and I are long gone, Lord willing, my hope for these trees is that they will just continue to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. You see, the single greatest hope that I have for my kids, more than anything else, my single greatest hope is Psalm 1, that they will be like trees planted by water. And for me, it's not just a wishful thing. I hope, kind of randomly. No, it's my number one goal for my kids. It's why I pray for them daily. It's why things like church and youth group are not optional. Sports, oh, second. School, that's important, it's second. Music, my oldest loves music, it's second. Money, it's second. Income, it's second. It's why I do everything in my power, imperfections and all. Folks, I'm so broken, imperfections and all, to show my kids what a relationship with Jesus looks like. Life is hard. Anybody got a testimony to that? I want my kids to be steady and secure. I want them to be planted. Life, it just beats the life right out of you, doesn't it? I want my kids to produce fruit in their life, that it would just produce fruit in all seasons. Life, it just takes a toll on you, doesn't it? I want my kids just to flourish and come alive and prosper. I want my kids to be like trees. That's my hope for my kids. It's the greatest hope that I have for my own life. And for anyone hearing my voice right now, it's my greatest hope for all of you too, church. You'd be like trees, just planted. And when the wind blows really, really hard, you're just constant and secure, like that giant cottonwood tree in my grandpa's pasture. Just, you're just steady. You're just rock solid. Trials come your way. Garbage comes your way. You're just steady. You're like an immovable tree. Why? Not because of you, but because you're right next to water. You're just founded in him. You're just connected in him. You see, the truth is being planted like a tree is not a reward of fouling God. It's the result of fouling God. 
It's not like this lucky chance, like winning a lottery, that a few people whose dads are pastors and they're super spiritual, and so obviously they're going to do that. No, it's not, it's not a reward. It's a result of staying just constantly planted in him, just daily coming back to him when you're frazzled on Monday mornings, just clinging to him like, God, I'm placing you. I'm planting my life right on you and in you. It's not a re- reward. It's a re- It's a result. And so today, when you leave, one of the things we want to give to you, if you have the ability to in your yard, we have a a maple tree for all of you, an actual tree we want to give you. Kind of random. I love trees. And we want it to be planted as a symbol of your relationship with Jesus. Or maybe for you, it's a, it's a symbol, it's a reminder of your family's relationship with God and that you're planted in him. And I just think about how cool would it be 40, 50 years from now, all these trees were just all over the region, just these symbols of people. We don't even know who they are. These symbols, these reminders of families, we don't even know what their last name is. These symbols of of people just being planted in God, remaining in him. Once again, the question I want you to wrestle with myself too. I've been wrestling with it all week. Do you want to be like a a tree planted by water or like like chaff that is scattered by the wind? Let's pray. Gracious Father, we come before you thankful for who you are. Thankful that you continue to speak to us. God, today, if we come in and we just feel like we're scattered, today is the best day to just come right back to you and just say, God, I'm planting myself in you. The initial decision of, from this day forward or the, or the daily decision for all of us, I'm, I'm frazzled, I'm scattered right now. And so right now, God, I'm just planting my life right next to you. I'm planting my emotions next to you, this relationship I'm worried about. I'm giving it over to you. The finances, my future, and my health situation with my mom, and this, all this crap and this crud, God, I'm just, I'm just laying it before, before you. I'm planting my life only in you. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We pray all these things in the name of Jesus. All God's people said, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. If this message moved you in any way, be sure to subscribe to the podcast to never miss your dose of encouragement. You can also follow us on social media with the handle at I am Embrace. Again, we are thrilled you took the time to join us today. And if you live anywhere near one of our locations in South Dakota and Minnesota, we would love to have you join us in person. You can find out more and start a conversation at imembrace.com. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.